All right, so we are up to the third part of Chelek Aleph in Bovavi, where the first two parts um, we learned, it, we really delved into the reality of there being a creator. In the second part, we discussed the relationship between the creator and the createe, that we are created by the Rabbi Nishalelem. And now we are going to enter the third category of our, the third, we'll call it department, of our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is Emuna, specifically in Hashkachoso Yisbarach Shemai, which is the ongoing relationship between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So in, in the first, you know, in the first category, we dealt with there is a God, in the second category, we discussed that there's a relationship between we're created by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And now in this category, what we're going to get into is the constant relationship that never ended. Sometimes you'll have something which creates something else. You have a manufacturer that creates an item and then the item gets shipped out to uh, whatever office it was sold to or it gets sent across the ocean, sold from China to the United States. And the manufacturer is no longer involved. So what we're going to get into in this category and delve into over here is living in a way where we're constantly connected and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly involved in our personal lives. So here we go. We're up to Peiches, which is paragraph point eighty-eight in the Bovavi. We're starting again, Hashkachaso Yisbarach Shemay, the Hashkacha, the, the um, constant oversight that Hashem has with us. Here we go. Hashlav Hashlishi Shabo Nasok Atta, the third department, the third level, the third rung that we're going to focus on now. Hu Hanhagaso Yisbarach Shema. This is how Hashem, this is discussing Hashem's Hanhaga, Hashem's in, the constant involvement with us. Mevur Besvarim Akadashim. It's explained in the Holy Svarim. Shahayu Ka'ela Shesagu Vesavru. There are those who think, who say, Shatchila Akadash Baruch Lama. Yes, there's a God that created the world. Certainly, there's got to be. Everything has to start from something. Even if you're going to believe in evolution. Where'd that first thing start from? That first atom, that first gas. Where'd it come from? Everything, matter comes from matter. I know there's a God. There's a creator. Ulam, however, afterwards, what God did is he created nature. He created patterns to the world. And now the stars work, work in certain ways and the constellations work in specific ways. There's ways things work. You know, you get born and then your body develops and you get older and eventually, eventually you die, right? The, the same life cycle for everybody. Ulam, however, this train of thought, who Yisbarach Shemo thinks that God, Ozav, has abandoned God made nature, and he's not always here. He's not always here. And we don't have this constant relationship with him, God forbid, God forbid. But there are those who think that, and quite possibly us as well. Not always, but sometimes. We do believe, and we do think that there is something called Nature, even those of us that say, no, everything's really miraculous. But in our minute-to-minute living, do we really know it's miraculous? Or do we say, yeah, there's miracles, but, you know, Hashem did make wheels just turn. That's just, you know, Hashem put miracles into nature as if nature is an entity of its own. Many of us may live with this mindset. Says the Bulvavi. 
Here we go. We're now going to get into what he's going to force us to think about. Avodas ha'adam, our avoda, our service, is lahakir hetev besichlo, is to know very well in our seichel, in our intelligence. Vilachush zos bilvavai, and to feel it in our hearts. Shehakadosh Baruch Hu lo azav esolamo. God does not leave His world afilu lerega cut, even for a brief moment. There's not a brief moment. There's not an instant that doesn't have Hashem's constant hand involved in your life, in my life, in every decision that we make. V'lo yazov, and it will never end, for eternity. It never was, never is, never will be a moment in this world or in a, 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 a thought in this world, a occurrence in this world, a, a dust moving in this world that doesn't have God's hand stamped on it. This yediyah, this knowledge, has to know, be known very well to anybody who already believes in Hashem. Our avoda is We need to know this as the Bulvavi in every fiber of our being, every strand of our heart. And I need to think about this and contemplate this and feel this. I'll call Tsaad Vishal Bakhayev. Everything that goes on in my life, called Tsad Vishal, in my life, it's part it's it's Hashem's constant involvement. The Derachakarazu and the way to come to this recognition, who Yaskashar Bekesher Khazak Bralam will bring me to the strongest connection to Akadish Baruch Hu. You know, we've been speaking about Davramalak. Let's go back to how the Sefer began. Davramalak teaches us, King David teaches us. Va'ani, and for me, what is the only good? Kirvas Elokim Litaif. Good is Kirvas Elokim. Being close to Hashem. Being one with Hashem. Not just the connection. It's being one with Rebun Hashem. That's good. That's Taif. Tavrimov says, Kirvas Elokim is Litaif. Says the Bovavi, you know what it means to be close to the Rebun Hashem? You know what a Kesher is to be bound to something? Is when you live with a constant moment to moment Awareness. Now, it's important to take a step back and realize the Bovavi does not want us to be OCD in an unhealthy way about, oh, gotta, 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 and the Hashem, and Hashem, and the point where it takes a person over. The, the idea over here is mindset and fluency in that mindset, so it's not even taking up space. There's just a reality. I know, and he's going to explain to us how to build this muscle where it's not even like I'm constantly focused and intense about this, but this world is only HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's, it's, a, it's an awareness more than needing to place my mind on something that's really going to bind me. Now, what, I just want to pause for a moment and, and notice that this idea of Anything that Hashem created is constantly bound to Him and connected is very unique in Yiddishkeit. It's very unique to Yiddishkeit. You're not going to find another religion and take, take a religion that really, that really with built into their understanding of God has that all 
of creation, everything that you see in this world is really Hashem. In other religions, you'll have this world is not really important. The main thing is the next world. Other religions, it's, no, you have to live within this world and if things come up, you know, so you go and you'll confess and there's other people have died for our sins and, and whatever it is. And then you have people who live out in the desert and, and nomads and they're, you know, they're, they're bound to the land and they believe the world is not supposed to be built up. A lot of the, the children of Yishmael descend from that, you know, a lot of those descends are from that belief that really you're supposed to leave the world untouched and leave it the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, created it. It's not meant to have skyscrapers, and there's something to that. And there's other believers that, no, we're here to build, and we're here to take this world and be involved in the physical because it's separate in it. But the, the, the mindset that there really is no separation between the physical and, and spiritual, there's no separation of Hashem to this world. There never was a separation. There never will be a separation. It's our minds that forget there's Hashem in this world. That's what we're focusing here on. Our minds forget. But in reality, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in every fiber of everything. That's very unique to, to Yiddishkeit. It's very unique to our understanding of what, the, what our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands of us. And the Bavavi begins to explain. He says as follows. Let's start to try to grasp this. Okay. So he says like this. How do we view, you know, how do we view, we'll call it Hashkacha Pratis. You hear people, they'll tell over Hashkacha Pratis story. And it's beautiful when people are aware of the Yad Hashem, of God's hand. Something incredible happened, right? So both in Klali, in a general, in general terms, a person's actions, Mishalkim Labez Chalakim. Yeah, in, in our minds, there's two things that go on in life. There's the small things, things that we classify as small. And some things are big. You have the small events and the big events. Again, in, in the way that our mind partitions things. There's the small things and the big things. Lamashal, for example, to choose what home to buy. Yeah, you got to buy a home. You want to move from one apartment to another apartment. Whatever it is. You'd say, it's a big decision. You're moving from one city to another city. It's a big decision. Zivug, finding a shidduch. Finding a partner. Whether it's for marriage, for business. It's a big deal. Uchadayma, anything similar. We view these things like, you know, these these could be life-changing events and very important. You got to make sure you make the right decision. You're not moving every day. Right? And it's also not so, uh, yeah, it's, it's not recommended to just marry, get divorced, marry, get divorced, marry. Yeah? It, it, it's a big decision, something you're going to be living with. For, for for more than just a, a few minutes, you know, th- this uh, earlier today in our Chumash here, we shared a, uh, a a Misa that has to do, uh, connected to the Parsha, but not for now, but I shared that um, that uh, somebody once came to Rebel Yashiv and he said that he's he's scared because life is too good. And he felt like he never had a, had a Kapara, never had an atonement. He's, Mamish, everything's great. So Rebel Yashiv basically said to him, he says, uh, he said, did you ever have to move? 
Says, you ever have to move? So the guy says, yeah, I've had to move multiple times. He says, so don't worry, you've had a kapara. Yeah, it, it's, in other words, it's not easy. It's not, it's not easy to have to move from place to place. But that's, that, that we, we, can, we consider that to be something big, okay? So, ba'ofanim elu umein elu, says the Bovavi, listen, under these circumstances and these situations, a person who believes in Hashem, eitzel chelak godom and amaminim, hargoshas anagosim, hargoshas atlam, we get it. We get the hashkacha pratis and what leads us to choose a home, Hashem's involvement in the big decisions, and we feel that therefore we need We need Hashem's help. A person wants to go into a home, but purchasing a home, a person wants to go into a shidduch, a person wants to go into a business deal, a person, what's going to happen? We all do this. So we search after specific prayers to recite. Big gedolim, great people have, have a, you know, authored special tefillos to be said on certain days to have good children and, uh, and good parnasa. Mechapsim segulos. We run after segulos. Mechapsim zechuyos. And we run after getting more merits. We realize it's a big deal. It's Rosh Hashanah. It's Yom Kippur. It's an important day. Ulam, however. Something that has to do with our daily decision. What we compartmentalize to be the small things. Nature causes us to really forget what we truly know. We really know the same way the big decisions we need. You need Hashkocha Pratis. You need God's hand constantly involved. Cain mamish, literally, kol prat uprat, each little bit, bechaye ha'adam in the life of a person, vafilo akaton biyaiser, the smallest thing, monograk aydeis brachshemai, is completely controlled by Hashem. Ladugma, for example, adam nichnas dechanos. You walk into a store, liknos tape katan type. You want to know how to spell tape in uh, in Hebrew. Tess yud yud pay. All right, what's a tape? So a tape is for is for people who lived before the Civil War. There used to be cassette tapes. Before the Civil War, they had these tapes, right? They somebody sent me a picture of of a cassette tape and a pencil stuck through the hole. And he said, "This is how you know how old somebody is if they know what to do with it." Right? So you have like these little kids these little kids are like t- they're looking at this thing, like, what do you do? They're like pulling it out further. You know, they're taking the film and, and pulling it out. Like, what is this thing? Like, what are you supposed to do, right? Somebody who's been around, you know what the pencil's for. Yeah, you clock it back in and you, you retighten it eh, and the tape has to turn over. The newer tape's turned over by themselves. They're able to go backwards. All right. And then they moved on to CDs and now that's out of style. Who's ever heard of CDs? And then they moved on to USBs and now even USBs are, are extinct. Now everything's just uploaded yeah, and you got, you got to put on your app and finito. But a guy walks into a store. Why? He wants to tape. He wants to, he wants to buy a little recorder, a little Walkman, they used to call it, a little cassette recorder. So what do you do? You're like, okay, no. What, what type of recorder is this? Yo, what are you going to do? You'll say, you know, what's the cost? This one's $15.99, that one's $17.99. What's the big difference? Uh, 
Bechulu, bechulu, etc., etc. Baidek, baidek, you make a few questions, eh? you check it out, Bekaina, and you walk out of the store. That's it. We do this all the time. I walked into, I just came back a few minutes ago from Aldi. Came back from the store, right? I look at the shopping list that was sent. I went shopping and I left. I didn't think once about the hashkacha pratis of me choosing that specific cucumber and making sure that when I walked into the store, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made sure there was a cucumber that was crisp enough to make my wife happy. Sometimes you walk into the store and the cucumbers are a little mushy. Nobody likes mushy cucumbers. Yeah, you're not so into the mushy cucumbers. You want something that's a little more uh, harder, a little crispier. You might look for an avocado, right? That's, that are, that's not ripe yet, depending on how many avocados you have in the house. Or if you don't have any avocados, you want ones that are already ripe. Sometimes I feel like avocados go from unripe, unripe, unripe to brown. And like you totally miss it. Yeah, you totally miss like that, you know, that, that little bit of time. But be it as it may, you walk into the store. Do you think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu? There's a daily thing. You think the same way, like I need HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we go running after Segula's only things for a house. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not as involved in making sure that the avocado that I need or the avocado that, that would make somebody happy or the avocado that's right for me, even if it's not going to make me happy, is there? Because he always does that. Whatever avocado Hashem decides I'm going to bring home and make a bracha on, that's hashkacha pratis. It's hashkacha pratis. It's that specific avocado. Hashkacha pratis. It's that specific cucumber. It's that specific uh, food item. Do we really think that we need HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help? HaKadosh Baruch Hu's involvement? It's the same way I remembered it, that when I bought the house and I signed the deal in business, I'm like, Hashem, please make this work out. Did it even enter my mind when I'm buying the cucumber? But this is the Avaida of a person. The Avoda is to remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, our relationship is constant. Always. Which means, the same way if I'm shopping with someone, whether or not I'm talking to them, I feel them with me in the store. That's how it is with the Rabbi Nishalel. When I go shopping, it's not some OCD intense type of thing. We're like, oh, Hashem's... It can take, it can make you mashuga. But it's, Hashem's with me always. So he's helping me choose and decide and putting into my mind what's good for me. In every fiber of my essence, he's with me. And when a person trains themselves to think like this daily, and each specific thing, that, that's a life of emuna. Emuna is, says the Bovavi, is not just knowing Hashem created the world. It's not just knowing Hashem created me. It's not just knowing that Hashem's involved in the things that I need to go running after and think about Him by. Emunah is constant awareness that everything is only the Rabbi Nishalel. Chayim amitim shekshurim umedubakim bayisbarach. A true life is a life of Amuna, which is to be connected and clinging to HaKadosh Baruch. Now, 
Just to pause for a moment on, and focus on this thought. Just give an example of how it works, right? So, listen, you know, we, we, uh, one of the things we've, we've been discussing uh, in, when we're going through the Parsha this week is that Avram Avinu had a father Terach. He also had a great, 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 great grandfather Noach who was alive with him for 58 years. Right? Avravina was born in 1948. Nayak died in the year 2006. So they, they overlapped for quite some time. Um, for 58 years, they lived together. But we consider Avram to be somebody who found HaKadosh Baruch Hu by himself. Because he did. Yes, his father was Tarach. So there was a, a gap there. But Avinu brought a relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that really didn't exist. Of constant... Constant, 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 constant. Everything is Hashem. So anything that went on in Avram Avinu's life, he, it's not like he even had to think about it. it everything's Urban Okay? So Avram Avinu figured this out, even though he had the previous generations. Baruch Hashem, many of you know, right? And I share this, I have the tremendous chos, tremendous merit to have uh, both special parents and special in-laws. Um, my, my, my mother would always be talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Always was. It was embarrassing. But we think tefillah is from a sitter. But people have real amuna that, yeah, you dive from a sitter and you also realize you dive from your mouth. You dive from your heart. Dive from your head. Right? It was embarrassing in carpool when my mother would sit in the car in front of me and all my friends when I'm in fifth grade, way too cool for anybody, 11, 12 years old, right? Embarrassed from my parents beyond. And my mother would say out loud, please Hashem, bring us safely to our destination. And that was very, it's like, Ma, would you stop, right? But she was constantly noticing and recognizing. And this is how we train ourselves. This is how we train ourselves. The way to train ourselves of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's constant hashkacha is you walk out your front door tonight for a walk or tomorrow morning it's Kedai, not an intense way, but just to train ourselves to, to think of, you know, Hashem Yishmar Tseisi. Hashem, please, you know, please uh, guide me on my trip now. Uh, you know, Hashem Yishmar means Hashem should safeguard me as I leave my home. Right? And then you walk towards your car. You're like, oh, Baruch Hashem, I have a car. You don't even have to say it. You're just thinking it. Baruch Hashem, I have a car. You turn the car on and you think it to yourself, wow, there's gas in the car. Right? And then you're thinking to yourself like, you know, wow, you know, thank you Hashem, like I'm on my way to my destination, let's get there safe. And then you pull up to the store, you look at the store, and you're like, wow, there's so much kosher food. Yeah, there's so much kosher food. There's the, you know, there's, we're not starving, we're not, and, and where's that from? And then you walk at the store, you're mind blown by the various colors. And what this is, Again, is not anything that's intense. It's something that's just seeing something that's already there. But all of this, and that's not even getting into the every fiber of our heart. You could take this much further and be thinking about, oh, every time my brain waves working and every nostril and every okay, you got you got to stay a little normal. You got to stay a little sane. But yeah, notice that. Be aware of that too. At times, we need to be training ourselves, and this is where the bovavi is going. The bovavi is sharing with us. That the whole, the, you know, the, the same way our, our minds are set and trained from our youth, 
to feel safe in certain environments, to feel unsafe in other environments, to notice certain things and to not notice certain things. And your mind has to notice certain things and not notice. There are people who have a real illness. It's a disease where they can't function because they notice too many things. There's too many things going on. Right now in the room with me, there's a lot of things going on and on the table and off the table. If my mind were to process everything that's in front of me, it would explode. But HaKadosh Baruch does a, he, he creates a gift, and he, which is focus. So when we're learning and I'm talking to you, my, my mind's not processing all the incredible other things that are taking place in the room. There are people who th- th- their minds work way too much. So it's kind of, there's a gift. It's, it's something that needs to be dealt with. There are people that, they, there's too much information coming in so they can't really you know, focus in and, and see what's happening over here. So we're not dealing with somebody, again, getting like OCD and all, God and everything's Hashem. If it becomes intense, then take a step back. But the Avaita here is to train ourselves slowly but surely that everywhere you look and everything you see Everything that exists is just a Kaddish Baruch. It's a Kaddish Baruch. By that awareness, we're clinging to him. We're constantly connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's Amuna, Because it's not knowledge anymore. Not knowledge. It's my essence. It's my existence. Okay. Let's go a little further, and then we'll hold it here for tonight. Nisbonin Venera. Let's think about this and look. If a person were to ask when they're going to buy a table, so you're going to buy chairs, anything similar. Do you think Do you think that like you know exactly what's going to be with the table that you buy? And do you know that really you have no abilities at all? Yeah. To, to determine what you're going to walk out of the store with. You say to somebody, you're walking into a table store, you're walking into a, a, a furniture store. And I tell you as you walk in, you tell me as I walk into the furniture store, listen, Tendler, you should know, any table you walk out with has nothing to do with you. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who's figuring this out. It's already decreed what, what, what table you're going to have, what house you're going to live in. That's all decreed from HaKadosh Baruch As I do you. Rov Rubam Shalanoshim. Most people. We really know it's true. We can't really, it's not really up to us. Because even our minds, HaKadosh Baruch could put into our minds and control our minds what's going to be. Okay, but Elamai, rather, what's happening here? It's just it's in our it's in our intellect. And it's not only is it far from feeling it inside of our hearts. Really, in our own intellect, it's it's we know it, but it's not revealed. The teva, and a person in nature does not really think um is by name is It's it's too okay, yeah, 
um, Hashem controls things. I know Hashem controls things. It, it's kind of like, you know it, I'm saying it, and that's it. Nimza comes out. Sha'avodas ha'odam. What do we got to do? What's our avoda? What's our service? What's service? How we act, right? What we do. Sha'avodas ha'odam. Our avoda is lahargilas atzmai. To make it a habit. Lehisponen. To be thinkers. Lefnei maisim katanim. Before the small things. When you walk over to a sink, don't just quickly turn the sink on and fill it up with water and just make a quick bracha and drink it. Nothing happened then. Nothing happened. To make it a habit, to train ourselves, before the small things, I just lifted up a pen. Any purchase. Don't just run into a store without thinking about Hashem first. That's not such a difficult thing. You don't have to think about Hashem every second you're in the store. Blah, blah, blah. He says, I'll tell you what. You don't make a habit. Anytime you're about to walk into a store, just think. Hashem's in control of this whole thing. Stop for a moment. And just think for a second. Well, what you're about to do. What you're about to do. V'yazbonin and think. This that I'm about to do, who koveya esasher yasig, imlav. Yeah, is is it within my reach? Like I could control all this. Yeah, is this something that's I'm capable of handling all this, deciding what's going to be. Yedaber kach b'viv, and you could speak it out to yourself. You thought about it, but now speak it out. And you know what? Next time you're about to walk into a store, says the Bovavi, I'll tell you what, train yourself like this. Say, say to yourself, now, not too loud or they'll lock you up. So say to yourself, Rabban Shalel, I know clearly, the table I'm going to buy, or whatever, the, the item that I'm going to purchase. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right? The only thing we know is that we don't know. That's really the only thing we know. So, right, the moment you think you know, you're wrong. We don't, we don't know. We try. We try. The Rabbanu Shalom knows. It's not in my ability to choose, to know. It's all you. It's all you. Okay? Now he ends off this paragraph. He says, Certainly you could daven. Right? You could say, Please, you know, Let's, I'm aware you're in total control. Let's make sure it's a good one. Yeah, maybe you, you could have him. You, you could request, for sure. And as we move along, he'll, he says he'll explain the balance and this dynamic of how, you know, how, to, how it works with tefillah, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is really making the gzera anyway. So is it a, a, a statement that Hashem, I know you're in control, or does it have to come, come about through a tefillah? He says, "We'll get you know Bez Hashem as we move along in this in this context. We'll we'll uh, delve a little more into that, but we're going to hold it here. But to, to wrap up his point, to start out this again this this um, third yesaid, this third foundation, he says Hashkachasi is Barak Shemay. 
It's not just that there is a Rabbani Shalom, and it's not only that I'm created by the Rabbani Shalom. But the next step in the Avaidah is being, is being fully aware in every essence, in every fiber of our being, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is constantly involved, not only the big things that we go running for Segulas for, and that we go running for Brachas, and we go running to get people's Silas, but the day-to-day. It's the day-to-day, it's the small things that bring the greatest closest to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And you know, I want, to, I want to say something. Everything that Hashem puts into Teva, puts into nature, is meant to teach us how to relate to Hashem. This, this that we're saying over here applies to every relationship. It applies to every relationship. What happens is, when you start out a relationship, things have to be a big splash, right? You're dating, everybody's psh, hatsi-tatsi, yeah? Hatsi tatsi, everything's y'all dressed up and a whole to do. Yeah? And now you get engaged. Yeah, we're agreed. I'll give you a ring. You give me this, I give you that. Everybody's giving presents the whole time, right? And a, a whole thing. Then you got married. A whole, a gansamaisa, right? And at a certain point, you're married for long enough where the time together doesn't need to be full of activity. Just the opposite. Just the opposite. Once you have a strong enough relationship and a deep enough relationship, nothing happening and just being together is activity. It's activity, right? When you're starting to date, when you're starting to date somebody and there's no conversation, they call that awkward silence. I don't know what's going on, right? And then the relationship builds. The longer you're around, just being comfortable People being comfortable with each other. In any friendship. Friends. Yeah, you feel like you got to do stuff. At a certain point, you're comfortable just sitting with your friend. You don't need to talk. You don't need to be doing anything. We're comfortable. You're sitting over there. I'm over here. We could be reading. But we're in the same room and there's quiet. That's actually a sign of a deeper relationship. Understand? Because it's the small things that we're still feeling connected with. It's not the, we don't need the big things to connect us. It's not necessary, just the opposite. If you only have the big things that connect you, it shows the relationship is not complete. If your relationship is dependent on gifts and everything and everything, and everything then, all right, so it's a relationship. But is it, is it extensive? Extensive relationships really can exist and even be built with nothing happening, just being with, just feeling, feeling like friends, feeling like partners, feeling, right? Because it's the small things. And translate that now, lahavdil, to our leisure with HaKadosh Baruch. Just translate it in. It's not like, oh, I'm noticing to daven and to ask and to go for a bracha by the big thing, the whole gansa, maise, right, the no. It's like, even when there's quiet, there's nothing happening. I'm sitting in my room and I'm bored. There's nothing. But I think to myself, wow, Rabbani Shalom, you're with me. You don't even need a conversation. That's up to something. That's, that, that's, that's actually more than something. That is Devekas. That's clinging. We're here together. We're here together. Even with the silence. So, Ben Zashem, we'll hold it here for this evening. And uh, we'll pick up from... Uh, from a paragraph, Tzadi Aleph, 91, Beshem, 
Next week on Thursday, have a wonderful, wonderful job as everybody.